Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the 7 a.m. Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Amy G, and I'm a recovered compulsive eater, overeater from Maryland. Today's date is Tuesday, February 15, 2022. Today we are reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, and we are on page 164, reading the last two paragraphs of that page, starting with We shall be with you, ending with may God bless you and keep you. Until then, focusing on those two sentences only, please. Today's readers are, and yay for Team Tuesday, Nancy T, Kathy S, Loretta H, Jill H, Marge E, newcomer greeter Loretta M, and host Nancy C for the second unrecorded hour. The reference numbers for yesterday, Monday, February 14th, the 7 a.m. meeting, 18,548. That's 18548. For the 10 a.m. meeting yesterday, 18,549. That's 18549. Away preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone, everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose, is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, Our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask for Jill H. to read the 12 steps. Go ahead, Jill. Good morning, Jill H. from Nashville, Tennessee, Recovered Compulsive Overeater. The 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. 10, continue to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11, thought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, 
praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Well, having a spiritual, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me serve, and I'll pass. Awesome, Jill. Thank you. I will now ask for Marge E. to read the 12 Traditions. Go ahead, Marge. Thank you so much, Amy. This is Marge E. from Massachusetts, the 12 Traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends on OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is the desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous, except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overreader who still suffers. Six, the OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me read, and I pass. Thanks for your service, March. Okay, how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the direction for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two, or a sentence or two, from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and the literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. If you go over, you'll hear me say time. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only, please. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. Again, this meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute your phone. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone again. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today, we resume our study in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We are in the chapter, A Vision for You, on page 164. Starting with the last two sentences of that page, we shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, while ending in until then. 
and I'm going to ask Nancy T to get us started. Go ahead, Nancy. Thank you so much. Good morning, everybody, and thank you, everybody, on Team Tuesday for your service. Uh, let's see. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. What an honor to take us out at the, to the end of this chapter, and what a couple of powerful sentences. Mm -hmm. So the first one tells me that I am not alone. You know, the fellow, I'm, I'm surrounded by the fellowship in this program. Uh, you know, I know that um, yesterday there was over 500 people on this call, and I'm sure today it's getting up there again. We have a fellowship surrounding us that will support us and walk with us, as it says here, trudge. And I'm going to talk about that word trudge for a minute because it's kind of interesting. I looked it up and then I kind of went down a rabbit hole because there's um, a lot of different stuff out there. Um, you know, a lot of people in program call it walk with purpose. But actually, when you look up trudge in like dictionary.com, it says to walk laboriously and wearily. But if you go to something like Merriam-Webster's, it says to walk with effort. And um, I like the walk with effort because we do have to put effort into our walk in this program. It's not a one and done. We don't go through the steps and then just stop. We have to um, continue the work. And you can even call it laborious labor. It means work. Um, but the gifts that we get, um, it is just amazing what gifts I have been blessed with in this program. I like that it has the Road of Happy Destiny capitalized there because that's telling me it is not the name of a street. It's talking about um, whenever they capitalize the letters talking about something like that, I've learned it's spiritual in nature. So this is a spiritual life I'm going to live afterwards as I put the effort into the work, which is living in 10, 11, and 12. For me, the Road of Happy Destiny is living one day at a time in 10, 11, and 12. My credits don't transfer from yesterday. I wake up and I have to empty my, you know, I have to surrender and ask to be directed by this higher power that I've built a relationship with through this journey. And, you know, the last sentence there, may God bless you and keep you until then, that is where I'm getting my direction. That's where I get my guidance today. Um, I have a relationship today with this higher power, and he does keep me. He guides me. Every morning, my prayer starts. Lord, I come to you full of self once again, and I pray that you empty me of self and fill me with your spirit, that I might better know and follow your will. How can I best serve thee today? You know what? And he does just that if I ask him, if I stay open and willing to follow his lead. It's just an amazing experience, and nobody has to miss it. Suit up, show up, and do the work, and let this fellowship surround you with love and support as you go through the journey. It's a family that will be with you forever. Um, I've been gifted with a second family, and I'm so grateful. So with that, I'm going to pass. Thank, Thank you for you. letting me share. What a great way to get us started, Nancy. Thank you so much. Okay, so we'd love to hear some more wonderful shares. So if you could give us your first name and uh, first initial of your last name and what state you're from. Also, although we really value your experience, hope if you share a couple days, namely Monday or Friday, we ask that you allow others to please share their experience, strength, and hope so we can hear from them as well. So who would like to share on these last two 
sentences. Sarah. Tina S. Larry Sarah. Sarah. Christina J. Tina S. Sarah R. Sarah R. Okay, I got Tina S, Larry K, Sarah R. Who else? Christina J. Barbara E. Okay, Barbara E. I think Christina J. I got. Elena C. Elena B. C. John John. Was that John Kelly? Mm-hmm. John E. Okay, John who do I have? Mm-hmm. John, I got you. Okay, so here's what I have. Tina F., Larry K., Sarah R., Barbara E., Christina J., Alana B., Jan M., Kelly someone, and John E., I think. All right, folks, we're going to go with that. Tina S., you are up, followed by Larry Kay. Please go ahead. Thanks so much, Amy. Tina S., Recovered Compulsive Eater, anorexic in Florida. Wow. Wow, what a, what a great couple sentences and what a great uh, lead for sure. Um, you know, and I'm on that same page. You know, we shall be within the fellowship of the Spirit. You know, uh, this community that has been built up among us, you know, a vision for you, you know, these, these people in our lives, you know, and in the, I love that it was shared, the fellowship of the spirit does not necessarily mean just any, any person, it is, you know, within the fellowship of the spirit, the fellowship of um, this divine uh, path, you know, for lack of better words, and, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge, and, you know, I'm all about, uh, I love the def- definition, walk with purpose, you know, because when I came here, I was walking unpurposely, you know, for sure, if there's a word, you know, so today I walk with purpose, you know, I do this deal one day at a time, you know, I put down those foods, you know, and I, ha- I have a God in my life that directs what I do daily, you know, and when I do those things, I get the freedom that comes about, you know, it says on page, I think it's 131, maybe, that we are sure God wants us to be happy, joyous, and free. You know, as I trudge this road of happy destiny, and I love that it was talked about. I just love that this is, that's not a, a street name, a happy destiny, road of happy destiny. I just love that. That was great because it's not, you know, and I'm not going to anywhere. You know, I'm on this path. You know, I, I am trudging the road daily, one day at a time. You know, and I was always taught if I continue to do what I'm doing, I'm going to continue get, to get what I'm getting, it, good or bad you know, good or bad. And so today I have the opportunity, you know, to to be free daily, you know, to have people in my life who really care, you know, and who I really care for, and and to lay my head on the bed at night and to be free of this disease uh, with a God in my life, which I had never come here for, but what I had gotten one day at a time. With that, I'll pass. Great stuff. Look forward to everyone's shares. Awesome, Tina. Yes, let's keep it rolling. Larry Kay, you are up. Followed by Sarah R. Go for it. Uh, thanks, Amy. I'm excited. I, I'm I'm Larry K. I'm a recovered compulsive over here. I met Tina, and I met Amy. Oh, the places you'll go, and the people that you'll meet, and the things that you'll do. You know, as we tread this road of happy destiny. But but I at my very first meeting, I had a, a pizza box in my uh, car, and I cried after the meeting. And um, 
boy, do we get to meet some incredible people along the way as we trudge this road, right? And, you know, I've, I've, I've met fellows locally right here in my backyard in Illinois. Um, I've, met, uh, I've met compulsive overeaters in just about every state, every region of this country, too. And they're the most wonderfully kind people. Uh, people that are like, just like me with the pizza box, they're trying to get well and people are trying to stay well. And, you know, some of us are still suffering in the disease and, and many, many others have been pulled from the quicksand. And even in the midst of, of, of the shadows, um, what, what's still like very clear to me is the presence of God's power to release people from the misery of this disease. And we get, and when we get to have kind of a, a sincere interaction with another fellow, it, it, it's like a, there's like a delicate wave of beauty that passes between both of us, you know, in that exchange. And, and the thing is, we don't even need to know their deepest values. I, I don't even need to know their specific views on this or that. We only wish to be of service. And each time I meet someone in this fellowship, I'm reminded that I'm not alone. At the deepest level um, of our shared experiences, I'm not alone. And I, we get to have that shared humanity. And I've met people who, who have unfortunately died of this disease. But I also, you know what? I know people who were dying when they got here, and they are alive today. They're on this line today. And that is a demonstration of the miraculous power of these steps and access to God's power. And they're living, breathing demonstrations of God's love. They're carrying the message today. This is really cool stuff. Thanks, Amy. With that, I pass. Thank you so much, Larry. Okay, Sarah R., you're up, followed by Barbara E. Good morning, everybody. Um, Thank you for the meeting and for the awesome shares. This is Sarah R. in Brooklyn, New York. It's so interesting. What popped out for me... Uh, I'm driving, so I don't have the language in front of me, but it was something along the lines of together, right, like a tribe, and identifying in with people. Um, You know, there's this term that I heard um, stepping into these rooms called terminally unique, meaning, you know, like a terminal illness, and as life progresses, I have felt more and more just me right? Identifying out from others, people don't get it. Um, and so many things re- regarding that. And the that is keeps me sick, really sick, right? Because it keeps me being the victim. It keeps me, it keeps me in a really bad place. And one of the beautiful gifts of program was like, like it says, together, we get better. And identifying in with people. And, you know, as it says in the acceptance chapter, you know, the more I focus on the problem, the bigger the problem comes. The more I focus on the solution, the bigger the solution comes. So too over here, you know, the more I focus on identifying in with people rather than identifying out, you know, whether it comes to recovery things, whether it comes to what I hear in the meeting, whether it comes to just the, the calls every day. And part of the tools of the program 
is because I could identify in with people, I could connect with them, and I can take their experience, strength, and hope, and then I can heal a little bit one day at a time. It's funny. When other people were speaking, saying how they've met people in program, I one time traveled to Boston from New York just to meet my sponsor one time. And it's funny because you'd think New York, there's tons of people in OA, but I've never met anyone in like face to face. You know what? I could identify in and just say I still have the opportunity, even without meeting people, to come on the line every day and recover a little bit with all of you. Thank you so much. With that, I pass. Have a great day. Thank you so much, Sarah. Barbara E., you're up, followed by Christina J. It's your time, Barbara. Go for it. Uh, good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for your service, and yes, Nancy, for that beautiful opening share. Well, I truly hate to see this chapter come to a close because it has meant so much to me, but I know we will be beginning our beautiful journey all over again, and that comforts me. I've learned so much, and I'm so grateful that I finally have had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps. And I know that I have to carry the message forward to other suffering compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all my affairs. But first, I've had to have had that spiritual awakening, which to me means that the way I think and act has been dramatically, drastically changed for the better. And I now believe that there is a God personal to me who loves me and is always there for me and only wants, wants what's best for me. And I must carry this message to compulsive overeaters. And I promise you, if you're a real compulsive eater, there's a way out of all this misery. Just do exactly what it says in the first 164 pages of the big book and reach back to help another suffering compulsive overeater and connect with a higher power that is not you or your refrigerator or your sponsor or the group because we're just other imperfect people doing our best. But, but to connect with a higher power of your own understanding, which I call God, which for me means God of, us, God of desperation or good orderly directions. And to always remember, my problem is lack of power and finding the solution is finding the power and giving my life over to this power greater than me. And if we do it, it will solve our problems. I must connect with God every single day because my disease gets stronger every day. So I must work harder every single day to stay connected and work with others and stop fighting everyone and everything, including the food. I accept that I'm not perfect and I've stopped blaming myself for my past mistakes. If I knew then what I know now, I would have acted differently. And of course, I must never get so complacent that I think I can pull the plug out of the jug. I can't finally understand what it I can finally understand what it means when people say they want to be at the center of the herd. If I think of a pack of zebras running through Kenya being chased by a pack of hungry jackals, the jackals will pick off the zebras at the front of the herd 
Well, thank you. I'll just finish. Or at the back of the herd. So I want to be in the center of the herd. And I don't want to, I, because I don't want my disease to get, get me, because my disease does get stronger every day. So we will trudge along together. And whether you love me or not is beside the point with effort and determination. Thank you for allowing me this beautiful opportunity. I pass. Thank you, Barbara. Okay, Christina J, followed by Alana B. Go ahead, Christina. Good morning, Christina J from the state of Washington, recovered for today with God's grace. We shall be with you. What a beautiful promise. What a beautiful thing to know, especially as a newcomer, I came in isolated alone in the food, scared, and that was what I thought, that um, it was all about the food. And uh, But you guys have been with me since the beginning, holding space here as I relapsed and relapsed and trudged that road of trying to get the food down. And uh, now I trudge a different kind of road because the food is neutral. Um, and I trudge it not only with you, but all the people that wrote this book, We Shall Be With You, and they are with us every day, Bob and Bill, all the people that wrote this book, the stories they teach us. Um, and this trudge has changed for me, as I mentioned, uh, and I'm on the way to happy destiny um, every day because I've been, you know, I go into slumps, life on life's terms. And that is the true trudging for me, is the spiritual trudge. Uh, and as I trudge and I reach out to fellows, when moods come, when moods come, when feelings come, sometimes they're real, sometimes they're not. They come from old uh, habit patterns and memories from when I was a kid. You see, the food's gone, so this stuff can come up that's buried. And I really feel like that's why I've heard on the line, um, we come in by the hundreds and we leave by the 99s because there's a deeper work, people. There's a deeper work. We get to really work. We don't have to go to therapists and spend thousands, well, some of us maybe, uh, thousands of dollars. I have found my fellows, speak, God speaking through my fellows has given me some of the best advice in my morning prayer and meditation, 10 and 11, working with others. I get the advice I need to keep trudging and discovering my true self. And I get to that road of happy destiny every day, every morning. I get to that moment where I've got some happy Happy feelings again. I can take on the day. Um, may God bless and keep you until then. So God blesses and keeps me every day that I work this path. I can't explain it uh, enough that for me, this is a deeper work of soul. This book has everything I need to work my life and to live it and to become a wonderful human being. Everything is in these steps. I, the tools, the steps take me to be in a human I never thought I'd be. I'm discovering who I am, and I'm getting rid of all the crap that doesn't work. It starts in the fourth step, goes through the nine, and then daily, as I was talking to my sponsee last night, little bubbles of stuff come up from long ago, and like, oh, my God, where'd that come from? That's still there? Guess what I got? Steps and tools to work it in, fellows. So thank you for letting me share. Love you guys, and I pass. Thank you so much, Christina. Okay, Alana B, it is your time. Let me just reset the timer there. Alana B, my name is Elena C, E-L-E-N-A, C as in cat. Um, I'm so glad to um, 
to be here this morning, and and I really love this last uh, paragraph of this beautiful book uh, where we need to do the work. Um, and, you know, for me, the fellowship of the spirit is the way we're all connected. And when I trudge, I start trudging the road of happy destiny, which is for me, you know, my journey towards my amazing higher power with the help of you, my sponsor, and the steps, I then make room inside of me for my God of my understanding. And um, and that's so beautiful. And we shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit is a promise, just like the other person was saying. It's one of the promises in this book. This book is full of promises. Shall is an assertion. It's, there's no no in it. There's no hesitation. It's an assertion. And, you know, the evidence for me is all of you guys who have been recovered and are recovering, and I have a Zoom meeting I go to, and there's recovery over there. And um, that's where I see the promise. And then I'll see the promise within me one day at a time, the promise that, that you guys, the universe, is with me. The universe is the way we're all connected, the energy that it's there, the positive energy, the healing energy of my creator that has been within me now. And because those resentments and fear in my other character defaults have pushed that away freely. And now I'm, I'm free to make decisions from that connection not letting all my character defaults make decisions for me. And I can show up for my fellow humans in a way that is good and I can show my niceness. And also I am becoming, as I trudge the road of my happy destiny, I can become the person that I would always wanted other people to be. This is an amazing book, and I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Elana C. Okay, Johan M., your turn. Please step up to the mic. Jan, press star one to unmute. Are you there? John M. I thought it was Johan, but uh, I had a John E. John, I've gotten you guys confused. John, why don't you go ahead? Are you there? John M. Yes. Thank go you. Ahead, John. I was never much of a believer in family due to my upbringing, but I'm beginning to be a believer now. This is a wonderful group, and the, the testimonies just make me weep. It's so wonderful to be with a group of brothers and sisters who are 
loving God and trying to follow his will. The greatest gift of this program for me is it's brought me closer to my God, and there's no greater gift than that. So <clears throat> thank you so much for letting me share. John, what state are you from? Glad to hear from you. Just want to know where you're from. South Carolina. Okay, wonderful. Welcome. Okay, Thanks. Kelly. Kelly, you're up. I think there was a Kelly there. No, Kelly? There was a lot of people coming in on the end there. Maybe I got some names mixed up. Is there a Kelly out there? Or Johan? Going once, going twice. Okie dokie. Sorry, I beg your pardon. I must have got some names wrong there. Okay, well, we're going to move along here. Who would like to share on what was read? Uh, the last two sentences on page Penny, 164. Linda D. Russ Linda D. Linda D. Russ M. Vasa O. Vasa O. Somebody W. Who was that again? Joanne W. Zoe N. W. Uh, who who was that again, please? I, I missed your name, hon. All right, well, here's who I have. Linda D, Russ M, Penny C, Vasa O, Joanne W, and I missed someone else out there. Who was that? Joanne C. Uh, Joanne C versus Joanne W. Okay. Got it. Probably what page was more. that, please? Page? Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> page. page 164. Last two sentences on the page. Okay. All right, folks. Linda D., Russ M., Penny C., Vasa O., Joanne W., and Joanne C. Okay. Linda D., step on, step on up. It's your turn. Hi, Amy. Hi, everybody. It's Linda D. from Connecticut. I am so happy to be here. I am so grateful to be recovered but not cured, which tells me you better come back again today. It's a new day. How would I be a new person? I wouldn't even know how to be a person. I really didn't know. When I was very little, very little, I wanted to be loved and safe. I was, but I didn't know it. But now I know I'm loved and safe. My family's, my birth family is gone. They've moved on. But I have all of you. And more, more even bigger than that, not more important, different from, bigger than that. I have um, the Fellowship of the Spirit, which is all capitalized because it's a bigger fellowship than the smaller, uh, lowercase fellowship, as immense as that is. All of you, you're just so lovely. One way or the other, you're lovely. But this Fellowship of the Spirit, capitalized, tells me, from experience now, from doing the step work, from doing uh, what one person called the deep soul work of stopping the self-destructiveness 
because I have a relationship with God. The very last thing I thought existed or I would need, it's the very first thing that I need. And I rely on that relationship every single day. I'm like a little kid with God. What do you want me to do next? What do you want me to do next? And yes, crazy stuff comes up. It's old stuff. And it always ends up or comes from, I'm not good enough. I'm not going to make it. I'm going to fail. What did I do? Oh, my God, I can't tell anybody about that. It's too horrible. Yeah, I can. And I have to. It's human. I'm part of the family of man. And I am thrilled to be part of the universe and all of humanity if I let it happen by not criticizing and judging. I have to evaluate, but not by not criticizing and judging and condemning myself and other people. Let them be and let myself be and grow. Thanks. I passed. Thank you so much, Linda D. Okay, Russ M., grab the mic. You're on. <laughs> Good morning, Amy. Good morning, family. Russ M., recovered compulsive overeater outside of Philly. Well, look, I, 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 I sit here and I'm thinking, what, how the hell did all this happen? You know, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just a regular junkie. I'm just a real screwed up person, and I'm sitting back and I have a little bit of freedom, and I have this fellowship who is so, that's so dear to me, that's helped me, that's kicked me in the pants when I needed it, that held me accountable, took my ten steps, privilege, gave me a privilege, grace to be able to sponsor people and grow spiritually, to, to, to be a, a, an, an efficient and effective, like, regular human being. I, I, I hear that. When I hear trudge, you know, when I hear this last paragraph every day before we end that meeting, it's like, but for the grace of God go I. Like, dude, you, you are lucky. You're blessed. Nothing you have is of your own doing. God graced me with this. Even with the addiction, the blessing of that is, is that I wouldn't be here. And this fellowship is very important to me. Not to be love fest and all, oh, this is great, I love it. No, that I've grown spiritually because people took me under their wing. They invested in me. They gave me a shot. They, they you know, they've been through something, so they shared it with me. And that's part, for me, that's part of that trudging. Like, sometimes you don't want to do it, right? I don't even want to do it for myself. Then I got to help, help someone else. But that's part of it. It's giving me this life back, a, a regular, decent life that, that I, could, I could be proud of. I could look at my wife and children and, you know, they, no, they can look at me and say, yo, this knucklehead changed it up a little bit. He's trying to get better. You know, and, and now because of the fellowship, before, because of working with people every day, I get to get to see what God has, you know, blessed me with that I couldn't see many, many years, you know, and it's brought me close to God. I, I'm just grateful. When I hear that word trudge and that road of happy destiny, I don't know what the hell that road is, but I'm going to take a chance because God restored a lot of different things and through, through the fellowship and, you know, from God, but the fellowship kind of points you to God. And you know, I'm just grateful. I'm going on here. You know how I do it. But I love you, and I appreciate everybody 
on this line that ever took time to, to help me. I really appreciate it. You don't know how far that goes. Have a great day. Love you. Thank you so much, Russ. Okay, Penny C., you're up. Please go ahead. Oh, thank you, Amy. Thank you so much. And uh, I am Penny C. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from the Boston area where it is below zero right now. But my house is nice and warm, and I'm listening to wonderful shares this morning. I just love that last sentence. May God keep bless you and keep you. May God bless you and keep you. Every morning at about five minutes before eight, my time, there, there I am, and someone, someone is blessing me. And what does that mean? It means that someone is saying, may God look upon you favorably today, Penny C. And, and it just thrills me to hear that. And even though, as someone else said, we're coming to the, uh, we are at the end of our 164 pages, but we'll, begin, we'll be starting the, the journey all over again tomorrow. But I know that every day these last two paragraphs are going to be repeated. And, and it's just, you know, when for a long time, even in program, um, people, some people, a friend especially, used to always greet me uh, or as we left, uh, say, each other's company, say, God bless you. And I would, I would just freeze. I didn't know what to say back. And now I find that I end most conversations with people with God bless. And it's interesting to me that some people will say God bless back and others will go, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't think they understand what I'm saying, that I'm wishing them a beautiful day, a day where God is going to look upon them with love and caring and understanding. So um, I just, I never want to miss, even if I, and I do, I have to admit, sometimes doze off during the meeting, even sitting up. I I don't ever want to miss five minutes before eight when someone, when someone tells me that um, they wish God's blessing on me today. And I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Penny. Okay, Vasa O, it is your turn. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Amy, for your service. I'm Vasa. Grateful recovering recovered compulsive for you to come from Port Charlotte, Florida. It's just mind-boggling for me. I remember saying to God, you know, it's such a blessing. I was so blessed to be brought in this program. And sometimes I'm saying out of all those world, all those people in the world that are suffering, why did he pick me? Why was I chosen to come in the program? I am just so blessed, and I'm just, it's an experience I never thought I would ever have in, in my life. And I love the fellowship, uh, the Spirit of God that gives us the 12 steps we work through together, you know, I've met some of you in person, some of them just on the phone, and I love the connection. So, yes, I was that person when I came in the program, gradually dying physically, emotionally, and spiritually, especially physically, you know, because I've been trying to find the solution for so long, so many years to take the weight off, and I couldn't. 
and this was my last stop coming to OA. And I had a lot of mixed feelings about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in so much pain when I came, but I also had was in such a joy. I, I got so excited to find out there was a solution to my problem. I found the hope that I'd been looking for many, many, many years, and I could not find it. I mean, I know women worse, you know, some of my friends, we were on the same diets, trying to do the same thing, but none of it worked till I came here. What a blessing, what a gift. And I also love the last sentence, may God bless you and keep you until then. And I, you know, I feel like I'm just so blessed. I've been in this program for decades and decades, and I'm still alive and going strong. And that's the purpose, you know. I have a mission. My mission is to help others. And that was the first thing my sponsor said to me at the beginning. I, I don't know. I, you don't owe me nothing. You, I, nothing. You don't owe me money. You don't owe me nothing. I just want you to pass it on to another compulsive overeater. And that's my journey. And, you know, I've had some good experience trying to pass it on and not so good, you know. And But I have learned, you know, I cannot give somebody what I don't have, but also they need to be willing to get, you know. It's all here, you know. It's all here. And I don't, you know, it followed the directions. And I'm just so blessed to be with everyone, every one of you. And I'm looking forward to be starting step one. Thank you. And I pass. Thank you so much, Vasa O. Okay, we have Joanne W. followed by Joanne C. Step on up, Joanne. Your turn. Hi, um, my name is Joanne um, W. From Pennsylvania, um, recovering or recovered compulsive overeater, but never looking at the um, other spectrum of this disease, being in that destructive mood of and sharing with my therapist that I would identify it as a uh, anorexic and never. I mean, I heard other people talk about it, but um, never identifying it as being anorexic and seeing that that destructiveness of the disease and how willing I was to hold on to it to um, just literally destroy myself with my health and couldn't put two and two together that I was doing this to my body about losing weight and not eating and restricting and my white blood cells going down and nobody could figure out what was wrong with me and that until I got scared that and that um not sharing it with anybody, not even my therapist or anybody, that I was restricting it. I wasn't eating at times, and I had a lot of excuses why. But um, so I just wanted to come on the line to identify in as a compulsive overeater, which I was, and I was thought I was doing good, that 
that. I wasn't compulsively overeating. I wasn't eating sugar or sugar fruits. But the other end of the spectrum of not eating at all because I'm so afraid of going back to being that compulsive eater that somebody talked about um, being in the middle of the herd and finding that balance of not restricting that I don't need anything or not going back to that that compulsive overeater that I eat everything and working through that fear that if I'm not restricting, then I'll go back to compulsive overeating and vice versa. I just never realized how I was going to say dangerous or cunning or grew up in an alcohol family, alcoholic family and food addictions and everybody had their own addiction to deal with it. And that, um, but I just never knew I was not sharing it with people or thinking I didn't identify him because I was my, uh-huh. I didn't compulsive either. But I just want to thank you and thank you for being part of this family. And I pass. Thank you, Joanne. Welcome. Okay, Joanne C., did I get that right? Your turn. Hi, this is Joanne C. from uh, Montreal, Canada. Um, thank you for, for making me share this morning. Um, th- this sentence, th- these words, we shall be with you. I'm, uh, I'm at the beginning of this process again. I'm on step one. And, you know, when we, you, I used to buy books and, you know, wanted to read the last page, what happens, you know. And here it tells us we still will be with you through this whole process. I was alone in my disease. It was always I, 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 alone in the binges, alone in the misery and despair. And to see that we shall be with you in this fellowship of the Spirit. And we surely meet some of us who trudge through the road of happy destiny. Trudging, it's not going to be an easy process, but it is going to be a joyful and happy destiny. And so I look forward to to continuing my step and when we're starting the big book. And I thank you all because I'm starting to feel the we every day, every day that I I listen to, um, you know, people every day, regular, ordinary people live in the recovery and I'm looking forward, and I, I do it every morning, and I'm so happy that I'm learning and, 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 and experience the God of my understanding. So I thank you very much for being with me on this road of happy destiny. Thank you. I pass. Thank you, Joanne C. Okay, we have time for one more share. Who would like to take us out? Priscilla H. Okay. Priscilla, please go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Grateful to be recovered, uh, physically recovered and recovering mentally and spiritually and interpersonally and every other way, but never cured. Um, I love this. 
Uh, I just love the fact that we study the big book closely. I'm seeing so many things that I never saw before. And right now I'm focused on trudging the road of happy destiny. I love the fact that the uh, the writers of this book use so many metaphors or analogies. I never remember which is which. But trudging the road of happy destiny. And some of us are walking strongly and some of us are creeping along with our with our cane or our crutch but there's some on the road of happy destiny who are in wheelchairs the old-fashioned kind of wheelchair that has to be pushed by somebody and there are always people willing to push that wheelchair even if the person in the chair has lost his or her voice there are people who love that person and keep pushing the wheelchair. And the only person, the only kind of person who's going to get left behind as we trudge the road of happy destiny, in my opinion, is the person who says, I don't belong on, this isn't the road I need to be on. I do not, I'm not going where you guys are going. I do not want to be uh, pushed, leave me here. There's, In fact, there's going to be somebody coming along later who is going where I meant to go and uh, wherever that is, and they'll push me and so forth. And we can't push that person against their will, and so they may get left behind. But then there may be others coming along when they change their mind. So um, I love that metaphor, and thanks for letting me share. Have a good day, everybody. Oh, thank you so much, Priscilla. Well, we actually have two minutes left. Uh, we could take one more short share. Anybody? Burning hey, yeah. they say? Irene L.W. I'm sorry, say that again. Irene L.W. Yeah, All right, Irene. Please go ahead. You got two minutes, well, one minute and 45 seconds. Go ahead, Irene. Please, Roger. <laughs> Irene, we can't hear you, hon. I guess we lost you. Irene, 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 are you there? Okay, people, I think we're going to just have to wrap things up. All right, sometimes we go out with a bang, sometimes we go out with a whisper, but it's been an awesome meeting. And I want to thank everyone who shared. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the closing. The share ID for today is Tuesday. I'm sorry, sorry, is for today, Tuesday, February 15th, 18,554. That's 18554. We will now close with a reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Can't hear it enough. So please, Kathy S., could you take us out? Yes, Amy, thank you. This is Kathy S., recovered compulsive over ear in Georgia. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. 
Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.